Imagine if your first listen to an album was with the man himself in front of you. Join us this week as the Record Shop Boys review Kanye West Down to Two Experience. Welcome everybody back to the record shop. I'm as always your favorite host, William, and I'm joined by uh, Andres. You know we're gonna do a poll eventually. Your favorite host. Still when you not lose, confirmed. it is not confirmed. Yet. When you when you lose, it's gonna be mad funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure and to be we're here also, again. We're also joined by Sebastian. Hey everyone. So boys, we're talking about Donda Two today. The experience. We, this was a pretty big impulse decision, but honestly, when the oh, three I of us were, were discussing about it, we decided it was a business expense. And yes. that in order to yeah. review, we must go to the Donda 2 event. And honestly, I feel like we got our money's worth, boys. So I mean, just a, ba- so just a, I'm sorry, Andres, for cutting yeah, off, but yeah, I'm just going to tell the little backstory that we had. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the day we recorded um our last episode which was i forget the name you're reading this is which album was it? if you're reading this is too late of course and just before we began recording just to just to look i checked the donda 2 prices and i saw that they were going for as low as 45 dollars which was 70 in total and so after a brief discussion with our other hosts we made the executive decision to go and so we went yeah pretty much the yeah, the interesting part about this because when we first saw that the concert was gonna happen, we were like, nah, this is, we're not gonna go. It's too expensive. It doesn't really matter. But then we was like, yo, it's forty five dollars. That's really cheap, and they were pretty good seats too. Yeah. Yep. Willie's been, Willie's been in and out of Martin the Stadium for as long as the thing's been in construction. He practically lives in there, so he yes. knew it was good seats, and there were good seats. So honestly, great deal. Yeah. So what do you think? Now that we've been hyping up the experience, let's get into it, boys. So, okay, so we got there, we got there, the event was supposedly starting at 8, but for some um, time constraints, we got there at around, I think we got into the stadium like 8.40 maybe? It was 8.40. It was around 8.40. We were busting our ass to get to our seats. So we were just like, oh god, like we gotta go, we gotta like, wait up Mr. West, you can't start (laughs) without us. We didn't want Mr. West to wake up, we needed him to stay sleeping. Exactly. So we got there and we went to our seats and then we went to get food and we were like, bro, we got to hurry up. Like we like Connie is coming. Connie is coming. And so we get there and we sit in our seats for another hour or so. And then finally the lights turn off. Who wants to? Yeah, of course. Real quick, quick anecdote for anyone that was in the show. There was an absolute legend that was sitting in front of us that was trying his ass off to start away yeah. and he did it for three times it was when these two were were getting food i was there i was starting that way with him but if y'all no, were, we there, were there yeah no 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 we, but we he were did all it, there it's yeah it started when we weren't there but, oh yeah. okay but he but when the the wave actually succeeded we were yeah, all no. there because it was just like one guy doing it over and over Shout again out to and that's absolute legend bro yeah and then some dude at the end of the section was like you know what i'm gonna start it too and then he yeah. did it and then like a few people scattered did it and the whole stadium did it and it was amazing honestly if it, it weren't was, for that, that was, if it weren't for that i feel that was like the I ritual would have left 
Yeah, that was the <laughs> ritual. That that wave was the ritual that woke up Mr. West. Amen. Yeah. But yeah, let's the concert was supposed to start at eight. The concert was supposed to start at eight, but it started at like ten thirty, and I was like, "Dude, this kind of sucks." I always knew that concerts started a little later than they're supposed to, but almost like two hours later, I was like, "Dude." Oh, just so our listeners know, Andres has never been to a concert prior to that. Yeah, this this would have been my first, that that was my first concert. My first concert was supposed to be uh, the title of the Creator Config Lost tour that's happening in a few weeks like actually. March twentieth. March twentieth. That's correct. Yeah, which our which our hosts are also going to. All three of us are going. That's right. All three of the hosts. We're not sitting together this time, though. Unfortunately, I'm VIP. But... I'm VIP. I'm better than you guys. Oh my god. Okay, I guess. You know what That's why I'm the favorite host. Okay, you know what? Into the experience. You, you're more irresponsible with your money. Mm-hmm. All right, into the experience, as Sebastian said. So, right. The the so, concert started and yeah. the lights turn off and everyone lost their mind, mm-hmm. and you hear True Love. And honestly, listening to True Love. And you hear XXXTentacion's um, verse. Is, you know, it's a little snippet from when he was alive. That was magical. Like, you guys mm-hmm. can't really deny that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, because it's harrowing. Like, the, the, the house starts going on fire. And we were there for two hours. I was just looking at the house constantly. Looking for, like, the littlest details to change. And then it just goes aflame. I'm like, okay. But honestly, the visual of just a burning house and then X's vocals, like obviously it's different because a lot of the people saw it through the live stream, but being there in person is just, you smell the burning ash, you hear this like droning, the droning burst of X. Now, with that being said, I feel that I'm going to bring up the sound issues as we talk more and more about the yeah. about the show. But I feel that in this in this track in particular, Kanye doesn't, like he's not bringing anything new to the table. What I feel really mm-hmm. shines for me and makes this song so memorable is X's verse. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. boys think? What do you boys think? I will say that, granted, we all knew that the house was gonna burn, was gonna like, catch fire because a all the promo art like before the concert, we all knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. I wish it would have caught a little more on fire. Because it only it, it caught on fire and it didn't last very long. It lasted like the one song and then it kind of just dwindled out and it was just like flickers of flame for the rest of the, for the rest of the concert and i was like damn yeah. a little disappointing but hey we got it granted i think it was just because it was a safety hazard so they couldn't like explode the house or anything but yeah. still a little a little a little disappointing but not really it's kind of a nitpick to be honest but i will agree that there were quite a few sound issues at the whole concert and we'll get into that more detail once the more prevalent ones come on yeah. but they kind of started from the beginning they kind of from the beginning there were some sound issues but Later on, it gets really bad. It's really, really bad. But Willie, you have anything else to add? Well, for in terms of the sound, um, it was really bass heavy, and it was yeah. to the point where you where you just couldn't hear like the crowd at all. Like people were like, I, I look, I, I watched the live stream back. You know, I, I skipped into it a little bit. You could hear the crowd; they were like cheering, but I couldn't hear anything. And it's to be honest, I didn't really care because bass like heavy bass doesn't really bother me but uh but my other co-host sebastian was there covering his ears at some points because it was so loud like a baby okay yeah i noticed that bro but uh what's it called into the next uh the next phase of the show actually when the when the lights begin to turn on i think that's when uh i think that's when get lost comes on correct so i know i know willie's been talking about this so much how do you feel about get lost willie I love Get Lost so much. It's just... I love it, I love it so much. It's so... 
quiet, but and you just feel like you just feel the lyrics, even though it's kind of it repeats itself a lot. But the way that the lyrics like hit just hits and hard. Yeah, it's it's probably, in my opinion, the best song off of Donda Two. I I know a lot of people are gonna disagree just because a there's no features, which I don't really care for. I think Get Lost is definitely up there, like top three best songs of Donda Two. But I will say that a lot of people definitely aren't going to agree. It's definitely, I guess, in a quote-unquote uh, unorthodox take, a hot take, being best song of the album. But I can definitely hear what you love, because I love it too. Because I agree with you that it was a really quiet song. Every single line that Kanye, like Kanye sung, it resonated within the whole stadium. Yep. It, and it was, it was fully auto-tuned, which I don't, whatever. I thought it was all right, I guess. I wish it was a little more singing, but hey, I don't really care. But every single line, there was like a solid one second pause per line, and it added so much. Oh, it did! It did! It added so much. If it was just straight reading, it would have been so much. It would have been so much less of a song. It, this this felt like this felt like uh um. So what I'm looking for a sermon. It was incredible. It was ethereal. So what about you? However, I have to give the opposite view. I feel that out of all the tracks that were presented during this experience, this one I will say is. Probably sounds like one of the most complete tracks that Kanye probably is intended to put out. But the way that you guys are admiring the the vocals, the the vocoded vocals, and like the absolute silence in the background, the lack of an instrumental, I feel that to me it's disorienting. And while it's something certainly new and something certainly Kanye, if I were to describe it, I... Listening to it live was a different experience, but on repeat listens, it didn't hit me as much looking at the performance again. Mm-hmm. But I think with that, we should go into the next phase of the show, which was, I believe, when the motorcycle started going off. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was that? when, I think, that was when Happy started, right? No. no yeah, no. I think so. No, Happy I later. Track I think track was, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure it's, uh, we did it, kid. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This oh, is, God, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was security, yeah, yeah. but okay, yeah, right. No, security is a no. different thing. Security, the entire stadium was black, and then like the, the <laughs> flashing lights that were like right beneath us started like going off with every verse. Yeah, you're right. So, granted, for a little context, those so when the concert we we thought it was gonna start, it was just like a line, a straight like a straight single file line of people with motorcycle helmets started walking into the stadium. Yeah, and they just stood there lined up for I what I think it was like another hour. No, felt really yeah. bad for them because they were just standing there for an hour, absolute silence. So they walked in and we were like, concert started, concert starting, and then nothing <laughs> happened. So it was really funny. <laughs> and literally, it was really funny. And then, yeah, so that's, so then they, we started noticing, they started walking to like motorcycles and we're like, oh shit, as soon as it happened. And they get on the motorcycle, sort of like circling the whole stadium. Yeah, was Super cool though. Yeah, really yeah that's, that, that's, a, that's another thing that I want to point out is that we were yeah. sitting in the seats staring at the, at the stage, but... Yeah. It seemed that every time, like we looked away for a second, something else would be there because the motorcycles weren't there from the beginning. I think, and all, maybe, all of a sudden, maybe we're all blind, but I don't know. It could be, it could be, but like, I remember I saw I saw them walking out, and then I saw because some of them just went into like a crowd, and then some of them went to the motorcycles, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, you just see people like getting ready, like next to motorcycles. We're like, what the what the fuck? How the how, how, that happen? Yeah. No, 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 go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Thomas. Real quick, I feel like we should segue into the into the set, boys. 
because honestly yeah. it's with the house and then it's just a trench of water flanked with like a couple of grass areas and then the lamp posts that just go off and I feel like this is one of the better stages that we've seen in terms of the, the listening parties and definitely mm-hmm. it with the inclusion of the extras and the way that they moved around the stadium I, I feel added a lot to the experience but yeah I remember when we yeah I remember when we first walked into Marlins Park yeah. and we just saw the giant house in the middle of the stadium we were all like whoa that's so cool and then we, we started walking to our seats. We, we sat not behind the house, but like to like an angle. I want to say like a 45 degree angle from the house. Yeah. So we weren't in front of the house, but it didn't really matter because they were walking around the whole stadium, like the whole stadium anyway. So we still saw everything. So they were great seats. So, Will you get anything to add in this case? Yeah. Also, I do also want to point out that when we walked in, it was immediate that we saw purple smoke. But like it, it was just the lights shining on the smoke. Yeah. And that added a, a whole dimension because it felt like you were in another world when you walked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now that we've finished getting sidetracked, let's get back into the tracks. Uh, the last thing we talked about were the motorcycles, right? So with that, yes. the first song being present was We Did It, Kid. Now for me, I'm going to mm-hmm. give my opinions up and foremost. This is my favorite song off of Donda 2. The mm-hmm. Baby Keem's feature at the beginning just resonated throughout the entire arena and just gave me like a, a feeling. Like honestly... This is this is peak baby Keem. When you get him just really? jumping and flowing at the beginning of the track. Honestly, way better from what I heard from the the initial Donda or Donda One, if I could say. And then Kanye's verse is a bit short, but I don't think that he meant this song to be focused on him. The real focus of this track are the Migos. And oh my yes. god, do they deliver. It's such with the sample of the horns and the trumpets, it just it's such a like graduation type feel. Like you just throw your cap up and you just I, I feel it's pretty liberating, boys. But yeah, like I said, this yeah. is my favorite track off of the entire album. But what do you boys think? I mean, I'm definitely, I definitely agree. It's probably top five, top five, not top three of this whole album. Baby Keem's verse is super hard. I, if I am correct, Baby Keem is really like kind of a, a up and coming artist, at least according to what I'm looking at Spotify. His first album was in 2018. Yeah, he was the melodic blue really good album no actually no it was there was no, three it was, that's not his that's not his first album but yeah it's really sound album. of the sound of bad habit which is 2018 die for my bitch in 2019 and then a lot of blue in 2021 so yeah so baby keem this is relatively new so the fact that baby keem they basically got his own whole entire verse on a, on a kanye concert it's pretty it's pretty insane kind of shows how either well respected or well known he is in the industry already pretty much yeah, massive head start among a lot of other artists. If you already know Mr. West. But I will say the Migos are definitely the the star of this of the show for this song. And I I can I I I'm really glad that you mentioned it. it's kind of a graduation because I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to sound like a maniac if I was if I was the only one. No, no, so, yeah. it just gives that for a general vibe and I feel a lot of people Yeah, it really does. Willie, you got anything else to add on this one? Yeah, sorry if you hear a dog barking. I don't know what's going on. He wants to but add about anyways. Mr. West. He wants to give his opinion. Yeah. Of course. But I, 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 awesome. I, I do want to point out another negative for the concert was that mm-hmm. where we sat, we couldn't see the right side of the stage. Yeah. And so That's true. there was a lot of artists. Like we saw Jack Harlow, the Migos came out, you know, Fivio, all like... Playboy Cardi, all, they all came out, but we didn't notice that they were there until maybe like halfway through their verses. Yeah. I will say, I am able to say that I sac- saw Jack Harlow live, and that's a flex. Amen. 
And shout out Baby Keem. Shout out Baby Keem. Really quick, I do want to add. This is a quick side note. This is like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I like really like Playboy Cardi. But when he came out, not his actual performance, just his outfit. His outfit for this concert is so terrible. Bro, come on. What do you mean? What is he wearing? He looks like you Jeff Hardy. What? You know what? What? He looks like Jeff Hardy. He does. Sure. He kind of does, yeah, actually. No, but he looks, he, it's atrocious. This absolute dusty ass fit that Playboy Cardi is wearing at this concert. I'm going to just stay neutral. So nah, man. Like the absolute terrible than neutral, and then Willie's just in adoration right now. I yeah. I love I love Playboy Cardi, man. God, what is he wearing? <laughs> who who dressed Playboy Cardi for this concert? I did. So. Devious fits. Shut the hell up, Willie. <laughs> you don't know King fans like that. Nah, man. Ugh, God, I love like, his performance was fine, but we'll get into that a little later. But his outfit, I had to mention it. It's so funny. It, it's great. It's great. But it was like a lich. Segwaying off of that. <laughs> Okay, that caught me off guard. What was what was that? That was a terrible mic recording. What the hell was did that, you, dude? Did that you me off guard? Did you throw up in your mouth or something? <laughs> yeah, what was that, dude? I'm like choking on water. Oh. No, but you had it in your mouth. I know, but what's it called? This is the beginning of what I consider the the three banger core, which is we did a mm-hmm. kid, Pablo, and Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. I love Mr. Miyagi. I love Pablo, but I don't feel like we should talk too much about those because we've like they're hype as hell. Don't get me wrong. And with the inclusion of the motorcycles in the background, just added so much to it with the reverberations and stuff like that. But I feel like right. we should go into the other tracks to like, what's it called? Widen out our opinions a lot more. And that's now that you see mm. Jack Harlow, we, I feel like we should get into Louis Bag Boys. Willie, what do you think about Louis Bags? Well, I'm I'm so indifferent on Louis Bags because Jack Harlow's verse is probably you could say the best verse off of Donda Two in in general. But Louis Bags isn't the best song because of just Kanye's verse. He's just going, mm-hmm. I, I stopped buying Louis Bags after Virgil passed. And like, that's fine. But I feel like it just ruined a fantastic Jack Harlow verse. I mean, aside mm. from being a tribute from his uh, long past friend, Virgil, uh, I feel like he's ad-libbing most of this track and it's still, it, it's to the detriment of this track. I feel that it's there's still it's still a work in progress. We probably might get a more fleshed out Kanye verse down the line, but I feel that if there is a testament to what this album is, Louis Bag is a shining example of, you know, Kanye isn't finished with this album yet, and mm-hmm. I feel that aside from recent events affecting his mindset, I don't believe he's in the right place to release an album of the same caliber of his previous project right now with what's been happening and with the help that he needs to get in the mindset that he's in. But right. uh, what, what did you boys think? I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat as Willie that I feel like this song, once it was a little forgettable, I don't remember a lot out of Louis, Louis bags besides Jack Harlow's verse. Yeah. That was because I remember the moment he started singing, I know Willie popped off immediately. Yeah. Like we almost, Willie almost threw me off the stadium. His yeah. My shoulders so tight. I started, jumping up. I, I started jumping up and down because I was like, oh my god, that's Jack Harlow, that's Jack Harlow, let's just go to... And I was like, bro, shut up, I'm trying to listen. <laughs> Whatever. But I, I thought that the song was pretty good, mm-hmm. but man, if Jack Harlow's verse was not there, I would not remember the song at all. Yeah, probably. Granted, it was at a concert, so I have those, those memories to help that out, but still. Yeah. Without Jack Harlow, mm, kind of a miss in terms of the tracks that we heard at this concert, but... I thought it was all right, I guess. So, is there anything else to add? No, yeah, and I feel like we should just talk about the next track. Willie, I have a question for you. Right. Oh, my God. Right now. 
Do I look happy to you? No. Happy. He did it again. Happy. Terrible. The song off of Donda 2. That song is so good. It is really good. It's so good. It is pretty good, yeah. You got, you got a fantastic verse from both Kanye and Future. Just the chorus of, do I look happy to you? But the way he says it is kind of just like, he's insane. It's do I look happy to you? It's, it's aggressive as hell. It's so good. It sounds like a I, threat. I, I love me some 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 aggressive songs and things. Yeah. And that, that's a very shining example of like, in terms of me, like what I really like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Future goes off for like a, a good, we were listening to it with, a, with another friend of the podcast. We were listening to it in the car and I just made the remark that Future just goes off for a good like minute and a half. He's just mm-hmm. rapping his verse. He's rapping his soul out. And then Kanye comes on. And not going to lie, this is it's the same thing that I said about the prior track. He's just ad-libbing. And to All me, right. that detracts a bit of what like the hype of this track is specifically supposed to be. And now I yearn to believe what a finished Donda 2 sounds like. Because most of these tracks are pretty promising. They have a new sound off of Kanye that... Probably up there, and as compared to like Jesus or My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but but yeah, that's that's all I gotta say about this song, boys. I I don't have a lot to say about the song. I thought it was really good, mm-hmm. but, but but beyond the hype that do I look happy to you? Like the way he said it. Besides the hype that he brought, there wasn't a lot to the song. I feel like the song could have been like an interlude, and it would have worked just as fine, if not better. Yeah. But honestly, that's I feel like we should move on to the next song piece. The next song. It's very interesting. So it's let us know. Next song is sci-fi. Now, I, I was talking about this earlier with William. There is a snippet at the beginning of the song with uh, Kim Kardashian. Now, yes. it, here's a fun fact, boys. Future helped mm-hmm. produce this album. Yes, let that I, sit with I you. wasn't aware of that. <laughs> let that sit with you. And I feel like if with, with the exclusion of the Kim snippet at the beginning, this song would go pretty good. Because the, the 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 intro, the person who sings at the beginning, I believe I researched was uh, Sean Leon, or Sean Leon, who's helped Kanye out on. I think it was Jesus King. The mm-hmm. vocals you just ascend at the beginning, and then Kanye's verse as well is very it's very dry to the point and very down to earth as well, and increases my like enjoyability of the track a lot, like the contrast from the beginning to to Kanye's. But if it, if I didn't have to listen to that Kim snippet every single time at the beginning of the song, I probably would have rated it higher. Willie, what do you think? Yeah, I mean... Oh, no, my bad, sorry. Yeah, really quick. I do remember, The Kim snippet was really funny at first, because obviously the whole drama with Kim and Kanye, it's, it, was, it was funny to include. But I, I agree with Sal, I said, just get old. Like, it's not... It's really adding into the song. I think it's just Kanye being Kanye, just trying to start it's something. It's toxic as hell, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just being toxic, but it doesn't really make the song any better or worse. Like, that can be debated if it makes it worse, but that, I thought that it was really, really good. Just, I'm almost satisfied 100% that without the Kim, the Kim part, easily, easily top three out of all of Donna 2. I really like the song. Willie, anything else you can add about Cypher? In the moment that you heard Kim snippet from Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. the whole stadium lost its mind. That is and that was really cool. Because, like I said, you couldn't really hear the crowd because of how loud the bass was, but you heard the, everyone's reaction to that. But as they have said, now it's just seeming 
it's just kind of sad that uh, he put the Kim snippet there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel yeah. if I, if I may talk about this, it's a bit. Yeah, go on. Because if there's one thing Kanye feels a bit notorious for is leaning a lot into the beefs that he has currently. The the mm. Nike line off of uh off of True Love, this uh mentioning Pete Davidson on Easy and the subsequent atrocious music video. And, yeah. and I I believe it's to the detriment of this album, really, because all the sounds that I said before that were promising, I feel are a bit boggled by where Kanye is right now. Mm-hmm. And it's still obviously he's producing this album in tandem to what he's feeling, his emotions and stuff like that. But let's say inclusions like this is not a good example to me personally. But there are a lot of songs with that have this exclusion of what I'm mentioning and that I feel I enjoy a lot. But with that being I said, feel, I yeah. feel yeah, I feel like Kanye was not in the mindset to make an album right now. I think Kanye simply wanted to make an album just because with the whole thing with uh, Kanye P. Davidson and Kim Kardashian, he's like getting clowned on on the internet. So he wanted to drop an album just to like say that he's doing something. Yeah. But no, this, this, I feel like this wasn't it. This was not the time to make an album. It must have a concert. This, this concert was super rushed. It did feel a bit rushed. This, and now I feel like that's a perfect segue into it. The, the Sunday, the Sunday service choir hits us with a rendition of, of, uh, of, of, of my bad, of Fortuna. Mm-hmm. Heavenly. The house splits apart. I disagree. What? Okay. Wait, okay, was, wait hold on. Now, hold on. Let me explain. Oh. The concept of it was genius. I love it a lot, but it sounded so bad. No, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> yeah, it sounded terrible, but the concept was great because the moment it started happening, the house literally, like you said, bro, you're about to say, the house split and maybe they split it too. And there was just like a beam of light, uh, a beacon of heaven, a piece of, of the Lord coming down into more of this bark. But it sounded so bad. It was so distracting. Yeah. If there's one it probably really hurt to listen like, to. It, it really is right. I was covering my ears with that because it's just, mm-hmm. it's aggressive. And it, it, didn't, it didn't hurt my ears in a bad way. It's just, it was so loud to the point where I couldn't really enjoy it. I wouldn't even say aggressive. It just was, sounded bad. Like, it, they... They, I know, I know that he was trying to make something with like insane bass to get everyone hyped for a concert, and I can understand that because it makes sense. Yeah. But nah, there, uh, no, no. With that, that wasn't it. Is not you guys sharing. just, uh-huh. you got, you guys just don't know how to listen to to bass like heavy bass. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to flex or anything. Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> but. You know, like I said, the bass didn't really bother me because I listened to bass-heavy stuff. You know, it's probably bad for my ears, and I'm probably going to go deaf soon. But okay. okay, however, there's a difference between heavy bass and just bad bass. This wasn't, he- there was, this wasn't heavy bass. This was just terrible bass. It was too high. It basically, it, it didn't allow for actual listening. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I mean, the vocals mm-hmm. just didn't help either. They were very shilling and high-pitched. Exactly. But I feel like we should move on, boys. And get into the latter half of this performance. Yeah, City of Gods. Featuring Alicia Keys, Five Year Four, and Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want I wanna I want let me speak right now. Yeah, yeah no, go <laughs> ahead. You know you know, you know Willie's prep for this one. Alicia Keys came out, you know, she she fumbled on the piano a little bit. It's all right. You know, it's a piano. You're not going to get it perfect every single time. Right. And, but she sounded incredible. She mm-hmm. sung she sung the lyrics beautifully. Her chorus is awesome. 
And then Fivio started rapping. Fivio, Fivio, Fivio. Oh my goodness. No. Willie made a stank ass face when saying that, please. When Fi- look, when Fivio started rapping, I don't know what was going on with his like if he couldn't hear like the instrumental or anything because he was a good second behind the beat and like because because mm-hmm. they had his they had his they had his verse playing in the speakers and he was of course like how a lot of artists do he was just like rapping on top of it yeah right but even if he was on time with his verse he sounds nothing like he does in recording and he was he was awful for both mm-hmm. songs that he that he performed terrible I want to give my opinion on that, but like when we get to that, yeah, go for it. No, but when we get to that, I found uh, that certainly City of Gods it it brought the it brought the the stadium back. I will say that because from the the Sunday service choir into I think it was Hurricane, we were like, oh, he's playing he's playing old stuff now, and I I, I was of the mentality that I was expecting purely new stuff because that's what we've been listening to more or less in the in the mm-hmm. parties. And then he brings City of Gods along, and then he brings out Alicia Keys. Now, at the beginning, I feel Alicia Keys was a bit off-key. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, she's an amazing, amazing singer. And she definitely picked up on the latter half, and I will have to agree on Phoebe's verse. We didn't get a Kanye yeah. verse either, which also threw me off, because Kanye was not singing or giving out any of his verse throughout this entire experience, and that's what we kind of came for, no? That's a... Right. Uh... Technically not true because he didn't do it for every song, but there is a period towards like the the first like twenty five percent where he was rapping his verses. Mm-hmm. But then after mm-hmm. that, he kind of just like it kind of settled settled off, you know. Yeah. But yeah. But with that being mm-hmm. said, let's get into more old stuff, guys. Praise God got cut off after <laughs> after uh, Miss Donda gives her her speech. And then yeah. you get into the, the droning bass. And I was expecting lyrics, but nothing came out. And then, I, I don't know if there was a faint snippet where it's like, Kanye says, like, I'll cut to the next song. And then, boys, Jail Part 2 comes on. Oh, boy. Let's have a quick moment of silence for Jail Part 2. And for that microphone that Kanye threw. <laughs> <laughs> this Did is so bad. Like, we're, we're doing a moment of silence. Doing a moment. And you coughed. <laughs> That's that's how much disrespect I have for for this song. That's a hundred percent true because that song, it was just all over the place. It was not like you know how certain songs they follow like basically every song follows a certain rhythm. Mm-hmm. The rhythm was completely off. You know, I was trying to because I like I like moving my hands along with the with the with the verses mm-hmm. if I don't know mm-hmm. the lyrics, and yeah. so I was doing that, but I couldn't figure out the the tempo. Yeah, the tempo, and it was bothering me, and I was like, "Oh, is this just how just is this just how jail sounds?" And Sebastian was like, "Are it, you it stupid?" Doesn't. It doesn't, and like that's what threw me off. And then there's there's a funny part, the the moment where you hear the mic him throwing it, I thought he was just tapping the mic to the beat, and I'm like, "Is is he also that off beat too?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, no, it sounded so bad." And then. And then I remember seeing on Instagram because he gave a quote-unquote official uh, response to the whole moment. So apparently, there was a completely different motive as to why he threw the mic. And from him, it was a, a sense, a sort of rebellion. He threw the mic because he didn't envision himself with a microphone in that moment. 
So he just threw it. And I, I think it was he got directions from a from a stage director and he wanted to be rebellious. That's that's from what I've heard. The videos on Instagram, I think he got it was interviewed somewhere, like some like two people walked up to him, like, hey yo, Kanye, what was about that that whole mic drop thing? And then he gives a, a response. I encourage everyone to it check has- it out. Yeah, if that's uh, true, he, that sounds exactly like Kanye. That, that sounds exactly yeah. like what Kanye would do. <laughs> he he said that he said that he it wasn't just that song; it was the whole performance that he didn't envision himself um, rapping on. And so mm-hmm. eventually, I think it was just like you know, it wasn't necessarily the how badly the sound started getting, but it was just like frustration, like com- combining that and the fact that he didn't want to rap or sing or whatever, yeah. and he just tossed it to the side. Even though they gave him a new mic like immediately afterwards, which is kind of funny. <laughs> no, but yeah. I feel like to wrap this up, it would have been okay, but then Marilyn Manson popped up too. <laughs> oh my like, god. Okay, yo, hello. I didn't even we didn't even see him because from our angle, he was just like him and Kanye were just obscured by the house. But then I saw a yeah, live performance, I'm like, okay, he's there. I mean, he's brought on a lot of people, don't get me wrong. He brought on Migos, he brought on uh, Jack Harlow, Cardi, PVO. <sighs> Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. I feel like we should get into another new track off of Donda 2. First time in a long time, boys. Okay. I see I actually like the sound of why. Really? This is definitely this is definitely a, a high point. Mm-hmm. Cuz I know this this whole this whole I want to say this this whole concert was like kind of a fumble low key. But this but this song kind of brought it back to me. I was like, "Damn." Yep. This might be good. Hold on. I agree with that sense. I like, kind of, so like I kind of brought myself I brought myself back to to the concert, like, damn, this actually is kind of good. I kind of want to hear this now. And I was kind of right, but also kind of wrong. Because the concert was just... I was... I don't know if I was the only one, but I was pleasantly surprised to hear young Draco, young Soldier Boy on the track. Because <laughs> there, were, there was a lot of notoriety online <laughs> over over his Donda 1 verse that got cut, and he got really pissed off at Kanye. But I'm glad they squashed the beef and he got a good verse off of Soldier Boy here because it goes pretty hard. And if it wasn't for the next song that we're gonna mention, we're gonna still talk about the song, but I want to I want to what's it called fourth end my discussion. If it wasn't for the next song that's coming up, this would have been a great finale to the to the performance. Yeah, what do you Which always think about first time in a long time? Well, so I remember. I think I don't know. I don't remember who it was. I think it was either. Sebastian Andres, mm-hmm. but when Soldier Boy came out, I mean he didn't come out. He like when, when the the verse started, he uh, it was like I remember looking over and they're like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "That's fucking Young Draco, bro. Who who? What are you? <laughs> what are you gonna talk about?" That was it. Was so it was so funny yeah. when I heard it and the song. Like look, listening back to it now, because uh, of the because of what we have, it, yeah. it's really good, but. Yeah, it, it like as Sebastian said, if it wasn't for the the last song that played, it would have been a great finale to the to the concert. Yeah, real quick, just concluding this concluding this track. I I like the instrumental a lot. It's I think it's a piano sample, and it's interpolated with different sounds and like a, a vocal track in the background. It's it's a different sound as I was mentioning prior, and it definitely adds to the whole experimental take on what Donda Two is. But I feel like with that, we should. Real quick, Willie, what do you think about like the whole? What do you think about the general sound? Because now this is technically the final track of Donda Two. What do you think about the sound of Donda Two so far? I really like it. Um, is it Kanye's strongest album? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say so. Yeah. It's 
definitely not as worse though because i've i've been reading a lot online that it's bottom three kanye and i don't really agree with that but i just i remember i i I listened back to it and i thought it was really good you know there were some low points but there is a lot of high points yeah and yeah i have to agree as well i feel that with what he's going for, obviously I mentioned how I feel about the whole thing and that Kanye is probably not in the right mindset to, to make an album right now. And in a sense, I feel that he kind of rushed the whole thing just to put something out, the whole 222 D because that, that's really ambitious, but it's also something very Kanye and something that at first I didn't envision myself enjoying, but I, I did find liking and there were some golden moments. And with that, boys, I feel like we should talk about the ending of the Donda 2 experience. Ladies and gentlemen, they ruined my favorite song off of Donda 1. Your favorite song was off the grid? I listened, then this is for the viewers. Last year on my my Spotify wrapped, Donda, no, 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 my bad. Off the grid came at a whopping 171 listens from me. Mm. Average. I was top 0.5 listeners of Off the Grid. I'm sure you have other songs that you listen to like 2,000 times a week. But oh boy. Uh, just, so, just, just to point out before we talk about Off the Grid, I listened to Redbone 278 times last year. Why did it? I didn't envision that song specifically. But you know what I, I listened to What's Your Name like 108 times. Sense. Something like that. <laughs> that makes sense. Hey, fuck you. So, 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 no, so overall, so well, I won. I won because... I listened to the song. Wait, but you know who didn't whatever. win? You know who didn't win? Kanye. Kanye this concert was kind of Okay. On top of Cardi just yelling during his okay. vocals. Hold on. Let me interrupt you. Let me yeah. interrupt you. Because as the resident Cardi fan of the group, oh, I want to interrupt you for a second. So, Cardi, man. Oh, my God, Cardi, if you're listening. Why? <laughs> How do you fumble that bag that hard? Okay. So, I did think that it was that... Cardi screaming was probably the best and the only way Cardi knew how to hype up a crowd. Oh no, for sure. It wasn't it wasn't bad hype. It just is so goofy. Because with the the constant audio problems, it sounded so dumb. Yeah. It, it was practically just Cardi screaming on his own with like, with no mic, and it was so funny. And the song was just oh my God. yeah, all the songs you, to put Cardi on. Dude. And then you transition to to Cardi screaming to Fivio just talking into the mic, trying to catch up to the lyrics. And it was just a mess. It was so bad. It, it I, was look, terrible. Look, no, no disrespect to Fivio. He's, he's got a lot of money and there's a reason why he's in the position he's in. Mm. But he's also it's just, it was, it's yeah. just not good. It was not good. I feel that now that we should, we should fully conclude this, this, this experience was a pretty bad thing to listen to. Audio, yeah. audio-wise. When it comes to the latter half. The first half was pretty good. When it came to new yeah. material, it was really good. But I feel the performances, something's wrong with the earpieces. Someone was in the back chewing the wires for the audio, for the stereo. I don't know what happened. It's, it's just... It, but it sounded like Fivio was reading off a teleprompter. Yeah. It sounded like he was reading off a teleprompter, but he was, he was like, the teleprompter was way too fast for him. Yeah, to scroll yeah, back up and read. Oh no, no, no! That the teleprompter was slightly delayed because yeah, he had to stop when his verse started. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. horrible. But, but I overall, I feel like we're beating on a dead horse here. The fireworks at the end really like swing. threw me off. Okay. Oh yeah, the fireworks are okay. cool. The fireworks are cool. I like that a lot. Then 
it was that was probably the best part of the latter half of, the, of this concert. Yeah, it was really cool, and it was like a solid like two minutes of just fireworks. It was really long. It was like twenty mm-hmm. seconds. That's oh yeah, two minutes is long. Time. It was like. I mean, in terms of fireworks going off, it was no, pretty the, long. The, okay, boys, there's a clip of Cardi just screaming when it comes off. No! Oh, yeah, I've, seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. The fireworks goes off, Cardi. Ah! And everyone's like, yeah, Cardi. Oh, it's so funny. That, that it's was, so, that was so cool. funny. I love that was cool. But overall, that was boys, a great clip. How do we, let, let's get into the ratings of the Donda 2 experience. Okay. If, if you allow me to go first. Yeah, yeah, go for it. This will be my first concert. I've... I'm a bit more passionate on this one because mm-hmm. this is my so as a okay as my first concert. This was terrible. <laughs> this is not the this is not the move to be my first concert. The the really reason that I have a lot of good memories because I was with you two. Mm-hmm. Why the dog scratching my door? All right, so <laughs> I thought this is due to the audio problems constant and yeah. But it was the 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 biggest negative was the audio problem. If the audio problems weren't there, this would have been way better, yeah. way way better. But it was mainly just the audio problems. The fact that I started two hours later, that was really annoying. Yeah. And just in general, this being, just, I don't know, just, it, it felt super rushed. It felt like Cardi, the Cardi. It felt like Kanye really needed something, just needed to put out an, an event yeah. for this album. Yeah. Overall, despite me not having a lot of anything to compare it to because it's my first concert, still, just from everything I've heard of other concerts and seeing other concerts like the live streams and videos, I'm going to give... The Donda 2 experience of 6.5 out of 10. Okay. Personally. All right. what, are you, what are you gentlemen? Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, for this concert, I've been to, I've been to my fair share. You know, I'm not, I'm not a newbie like Andres. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to rate this concert, I'd say that even despite the audio problems, I still had a lot of enjoyment. And with that reason, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Okay. All right. I respect it. I respect it. For me, this, having gone to other concerts and not experiencing anything similar to what happened to this, I feel that this, if there's a way to summarize this event perfectly, it was chaotic and disorienting. And, and I mean that in a pretty literal way. It was very disorienting. I feel the new stuff is promising. I feel what Kanye has to offer without the detriment of what's going on in his personal life. And I feel that he genuinely does need to seek professional medical help. And I feel that given time and given further polish, Donda 2 has the potential to be one of his better albums in his discography. But with that being said, if I'm looking at the event as itself and as an experience my enjoyment veered off towards the end. And with that, I'm going to have to agree with you boys and give it a pretty low rating of a 6 out of 10. Okay. Okay. But with that being said, we got to close up early today, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they, where can they find you, Sebastian? The lovelies can find me on Instagram at at Sebasil. Just Sebas and Il. What about you, Andres? Where can they find you? The, the, the beautiful audience at home can find me on my Instagram, uh, Andre underscore P. 019 and then if you want if you really want to discuss why Cardi sucked at this at this concert <laughs> hit, me, hit me on probably the most prominent line would be my discord it's just nacho like the food and the number is 5146 what about you Willie? and if you want to find me your favorite host you can uh, 
follow me at william.blas on Instagram, Blas with one S, and then williamblasl on Twitter. And if you want to find the podcast overall, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecordShopPod. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, you know, mini episode. Tune in next week as there's a, a little takeover of The Record Shop where we discuss MF Doom's album, mm, Food. Mm, Super villain. Scrumptious. We'll see y'all later. Farewell, everyone. Later. Imagine we Donda got the chance. No, 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 no. Next, it, it's not Donda. It's Donda 2. Donda 2 chance. Donda chance.